0: Hey nurse friend, welcome to the Passive Income Nurse Podcast. I am so glad you're here. If you are looking for more flexibility, time, freedom, and fulfillment, you are in the right place. Have you ever thought about being an entrepreneur? Have you been searching for other ways that you can make money? Nursing brings you joy, but you're tired of working long shifts, being short staffed, and feeling stretched so thin. You're thinking something has got to give. You would love to be able to work from home around your family schedule and be your own boss. Are you struggling with where to start and what you can actually do to make this happen? Figuring out how to build the business online, the social media strategy, the tech, all the things, are holding you back. Nurse friend, I've been there. Hey, I'm Brianne Bell. I too was a career nurse frustrated with the healthcare system, and I wanted more flexibility to work around my kids' schedules. I wanted to use my nursing skills in a way to make an impact that felt aligned. But I kept telling myself, that I needed another degree or certification in order to make that happen. Pop in your earbuds and get ready to grow outside of the hospital walls and figure out how you can make some money online. The CR nurse is about to triage your nursing career. It's time to give your career a little CPR. Let's revive your nurse heart. Welcome back to the show. I have a exciting guest on for you today. Her name is Janine Kelbach. Janine is a wife. She is a mom of two boys, hashtag boy mom life over here. As you know, I have two boys as well. Janine is a nurse, which is going to make her super relatable. And I cannot wait for you to hear her story. She is an online business owner of the Savvy Nurse Writer, And she also is the host of the Savvy Scribe Podcast. Janine started her business back in 2014 as a freelance writer, which I think you guys are going to be so intrigued by. And she actually grew it into a content agency. So she teaches nurses how to create their own profitable online freelancing writing business on the side to help you escape bedside burnout and to make Extra money. All right. So today we are going to be talking about, Janine, your journey from transitioning from an RN, working at the bedside to being an entrepreneur and what that looked like. So as an experienced nurse entrepreneur and online business owner, Janine is going to also give us some time management tips specifically for nurses who are looking to build a side hustle and I'm really excited for her to share a tangible what do we want to call it it's a what is it Janine a tangible worksheet like worksheet yeah so it's just action thing yeah it's gonna help you figure out some time management tips and so I'm excited for her to share that with you so welcome Janine I'm so excited to have you on and I'm ready to dive in with you and for my nurse audience to meet you. So, welcome to the show.
1: Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. <laughs> that was great.
0: <laughs> you. Are so, so welcome. So, go ahead and dive in with us. Sure. Tell us what it looked like from being a bedside nurse to moving into this space of being an entrepreneur. And I know there was a transition in your business when COVID hit. So if you could just share that with us too, I think that is super um, intriguing how you kind of transition things during that time.
1: Sure. So I'll give you like the Reader's Digest version because yeah. it many years and it's, <laughs> you know, compiled into to this little sentence. So basically back in uh, 2006, graduated nursing school and became a labor and delivery nurse. And I did, I did all the things, right? I was... I all, every time I've gone into something, it's always like, I want to be the best I can be. So if I was bedside nurse, I want to be the best labor and delivery nurse that I can be. Mm-hmm. And so doing that, I started at my, my local, like community hospital. Mm-hmm. I had Zachary then he was only a year old and I was like, okay, I need to just breathe for a second. Nursing school was tough, pregnant and tough. Like, you know, nursing school is it like, it's like boot camp. So like yeah. I had my son and I had to go to school three days later. And it was insane. And they were not forgiving. So it was, it was hard. And so for a second there, I was like, just breathe, Janine, just breathe. So I did. And then I quickly got bored with that and went to the tertiary center downtown where the, and I can't just choose like, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. I couldn't just choose like Cleveland Clinic. No, I had to go to like, the trauma center, like the high adrenaline place. <laughs> so I went to Metro Health, which is our big government hospital out here, and got to take care of very, very complex labor and delivery patients. But it was very rewarding and very. It was a culture shock to me and it was so rewarding though. And I loved every single one of my patients. It was really, really, really hard to then make that next transition. So at Metro, I got a ton of experience. Um, I started actually on their postpartum unit because I was scared. I had this community hospital experience and I was like, I don't know if I could do labor delivery down here. It's like a factory. They're like pounding babies left or right. And bad things happen and it's really scary. So then I was a postpartum nurse and I was like, okay, this is cool. This was busy enough. We still had stuff happen and whatever. But then I quickly moved into charge nurse there. And I'd always have to walk over to Libra and Delivery and get their census and stuff. So I just would like tiptoe and I'm like, okay, (laughs) they, they like me here. They like me. And they try and recruit me every time they drop a patient off on postpartum or if I walked over there. And so I got to know the people there. I got to know the unit very well. And I ended up moving into that role. And after I did that for a few years, my side job, which was my PRN job, my community hospital, I never left. They were like, there's an opening for a facilitator, assistant manager, a night shift. Do you want it? But it, you know, it's full time again at nights, which I was already on. And I'm like, yes, you know what? Zach's a little older now. I have a wedding I'm planning. Yes, let's do this. So I did that. And then come with that role came everything else. So you, then you're a preceptor and you're doing all the middle management duties, mm-hmm. patient rounding, meetings, all that stuff. So I got my my feet wet there and realized I never wanted to be director. That's what yeah. I realized with that role.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it was a great learning experience. Yeah, never want I'm like, that is
1: like oh, like I do not no, thank you. Complaints from everyone, not just nurses. You get all the complaints. I'm yeah. like, no thank you. Yeah. So then I moved into then I had my second child and was on night shift still. So that was in 2012. And towards the end of that year, I was like, you know what? Like something was driving me to come home mm-hmm. more and, you know, labor and delivery. Great job. Love it. Of course we get our, we get our crap too, but for the most part, it's a pretty good place to work. And I loved it. It was where I love to be, but there was days I was going in there nights I was going in there and I'm like, I don't want to go to work. Mm-hmm. And when I say I didn't want to go to work, that to me was like, you need something new. Something's not right here. And it wasn't my patients. It wasn't the doctors. It wasn't my coworkers. It was me. Mm-hmm. So, like many nurses that start side hustles, I was Googling what can a nurse do from home? <laughs> nursing jobs from home. What can I do as a nurse from home? Yeah. <laughs> How to start a nurse yeah, side I- business from? Well, in the Googling, all that, it got me to freelance writing, but it wasn't because of nursing. It was because I was a mom. So, there was like a group of moms that were freelancers, and I was like, "Oh wait, I'm a mom. i free. I could do this. What's a- What the heck's a freelancer?" So I kind of like dabbled, like the next like year or so, just kind of dab, like figuring it out a little bit on and off. I was also doing other stuff too. I was then I took a PRN. Well, so then I got into day shift. I got a day shift role finally after ten years, and it was like I was charge nurse all the time, preceptor all the time, and you know got the worst patients because I I was so-called good with them. That's what they would do to me. So I just got burnt out. And um, so I took this other job because I missed my patients down at Metro. I really missed that culture and and those patients that really just needed nursing care. And I um, took that job. And what I realized in that job, it was a home care job. So I drive to inner city Cleveland, go take care of these pregnant women for like preterm labor symptoms, I'd give them injections. I would do IVs and stuff. And what I loved about it is that I was on my own. So I scheduled my own patients. I was able to even Google map them to the point where I can like place where I wanted them. Cause a lot of them live like five minutes from each other. Cause it's all like the same area. And so I loved it because I was able to do my work go to like McDonald's with the senior citizens and have a cup of coffee <laughs> while I charted. It was just great. And the only time I needed to notify the center is if I had problems We I didn't really have any problems. I mean, there, were some, there was a lot of drama, but there was no real like issues. So um, patient drama, it was crazy. There was actually one time. So patients always had to have their medications with them. And the one time the girl calls me, she goes, Janine, um, I'd love for you to come out, but like, I can't see you today. I'm like, why? I don't have my meds. I'm like, where are they? Whatever it is. Are they at your mom's? What do we got to do? What do we got to do Get your meds? Well, actually, they were in the car that my cousin was in last night and he got shot and he died. Okay. Well, then I guess you wouldn't have your meds. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of drama, a lot of drama. Yeah. So needless to say, I ended up leaving that job because one of the patient's dog, Pitbull, like attacked me yeah. and it was, it, the company was not supportive. It was dangerous. Like, they had just, I mean, and it's not their fault. Like they were a site that was totally away from Cleveland. They were in Ohio, but not near the inner city of Cleveland. And so they just didn't know the danger they were putting us in yeah. as nurses. And my husband actually worked at the bank then and detective came in one day and they, and they were talking and he's like, Oh, what's your wife do? He goes, Oh, she's actually out in these streets over here. And he's like, what? Mm-hmm. By herself? Like we don't even go in those areas without two detectives. She should not be going by herself. Yeah. He's like, Sure, need never call me blah blah Like that's it was bad. Yeah. So needless to say, left that job and went back to the hospital, dabbled more because now I'm like, I need to do this writing. I this sounds like something I can do. But I had to validate it to myself because I didn't believe that people can make money writing online. I always had that that starving artist mentality of like there's no like what would I write? Who would I write for? Like this makes this is this is crazy talk. So I stayed in that group, got some coaching, some mentoring, took a course and eventually launched my business and grew it until um in like 2017, I started coaching other nurses because other nurses are coming to me and like, Janine, how do you do this? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, this is how you do it. And I was still doing it really part-time. And I ended up like helping them build their businesses and then they went full time and they did great. I was like, huh. Wow, well, they did that. <laughs> I mean, they did it, but I helped them. And um And then in 2020, I made a course beginning of 2020, January, 2020, I made this course. I was like, okay, I'm going to start this course. And then March when I had like this big launch, whatever, my kids come home and COVID and all the things. Now I'm a homeschool teacher that I never ever wanted to be.
0: Yeah. I think so many of us found ourselves in that place. And you guys know
1: as nurses, like, They are not accommodating to all these changes that we had to go through. No. And we had all that stress at the hospital. Like there was so much. And I was actually in the educator role then. So that was nuts because nobody knew. I mean, people, they knew what COVID was doing to adults, but they Mm -hmm. had no idea what it was doing to pregnant women and these babies. And we kept having a lot of miscarriages and we're like, is it related? And, I, and then I had to come up with policies. It was just a nightmare. And we had like turnover left and right. New nurses yeah. come out. It was just, it was, you guys know, it was the same thing. So they actually wanted me to work overtime all the time. Like, I can't, I have to teach my children. And one of them has special needs. Like, I, I don't even know how I'm gonna do this but what I do know is I can't do this. I can't do this. I, my family's first. So at that time I had full-time client work. I was like on my way to, to, I actually made my first six figures the year before. And I was like, this is what I'm doing next year. And I just couldn't pull the cord because the educator job was really flexible in a sense of like, we have two hospitals. I could go days, nights, like it, it worked out well and I enjoyed it. So when I had to leave was when I, started subcontracting some work to those nurses that I coached. I was like, you guys want some clients? They're like, do we want clients? Yes, we want clients. Like who <laughs> wouldn't want a client? So I gave them like, I, I'm like, here, I'll take a little cut. This is what you'll get. You'll get the majority. Obviously, I'm just like here to to facilitate the deal, basically, and, and project manage. So it worked out really well. And then it like sparked an idea. I'm like, well, if I can get clients and nurses want to write and they take my course, and then they could write for my client like this is like a win-win so then someone's like that's an agency i'm like
0: i don't even know what that is but that's like when it's okay. like oh,
1: <laughs> but now i have an accidental agency and now we have a database for clients of like 130 nurses who write and in all different specialties so it just like cool. works out and clients just love it nurses love it because it's a side thing. A lot of them are still doing bedside and, but a lot of them has, have also quit. They will also like moved on to something else beyond the bedside. So it's been quite a journey.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's,
1: that's it. That's, that's all I got for my journey there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that you share it because like I mentioned in the beginning, um, before we hopped on, I think there is so much power in our stories. And as you were talking, I could see myself inside of your story. Like I was, I took the community job at my local hospital. I started out in the, I actually wanted to do labor and delivery, but unless you retired in my town, there were no positions available. So yep. I didn't start out there. I ended up starting in the ER, which was crazy, chaotic, you know, the trauma. And I ended up falling in love with it. I love that part of it, which, you know, kind of paralleled your story like working in downtown Cleveland in, working with the the high risk labor delivery. And then, you know, even through COVID and doing all like the whole world shutting down and you're going, now what? Now, I'm mom, now I'm, I'm still trying to grow this business, build this business. You were working inside of the hospital all the time. And so I think that is so cool that you are just you're transparent about that. And like, because we all, I believe struggled during that time, but I think it was such a transition point for so many of us. And I think it was such a blessing in disguise for so many of us. And so, you know, as you, you know, kind of dealt with that situation and then you had like this, this new quote unquote problem that ended up, leading to your agency, which you didn't even really know it was called an agency. (laughs) (laughs) I think that is so neat that it kind of transitioned into, you know, you just going from the freelancing to actually having the agency. So um, that is so, so cool. So I want to dive into, we have some questions that we're going to go over and I really want to know, and you kind of touched on this as far as back when you started your business in 2014. Do you feel like motivated you the most to start that sad business back, you know, in 2014? What was your big motivator behind that?
1: So I always say, like I start my business on three things. It's like the three F's, freedom, flexibility, and mm-hmm. family. Yeah. And I can say now it's a different F than it was when I started. Mm-hmm. So the original starting was my family. It was my family. I needed to be here. And obviously 2020, I realized, okay, it's F again. The F has come back. We're family. <laughs> I need to be here. And then, you know, the flexibility comes in when I'm like, you know, what? I don't have to work every other weekend, yeah. every other holiday. And I don't know, like when you were bedside, like the weeks when you're full-time, like we never even got a full week of vacation because we had to work every other weekend. So you're hitting the top or the bottom of the weekend. So you had to get somebody to cover you. Then you feel like you need to cover somebody else because I scratch your back, you scratch mine. Like that's just what we do. Mm-hmm. And that flexibility is, I, I love it. It's the best thing. And then freedom too, we were talking before we started recording, like to go camping, to just leave. I don't have to, I could work on the road. Yeah. And so that to me, those three things definitely are what motivate me. And, It would have been easy in 2020 to have been like, you know what, this side hustle I'm doing, I'm just going to let it go. And I'm going to go all in with the educator and really change this hospital and do this. But I wasn't pulled that way because of the family. So my family kept me home.
0: Yeah. Thank God. Yes. And so that goes back to your values and really knowing what your values are and kind of basing every decision on your values. Uh, Because you could have easily went back to the position of, you know, in that nursing role and being like dealing with all of the, the stress, the anxiety, the, all the things inside of just the fear of the pandemic itself and bringing that home to your family, you know, and it's like you chose your family first based on your values. And so I think it's neat that you also mentioned freedom and flexibility because that is, that is the whole mission behind my podcast. And what I do with the passive income nurse is to help nurses diversify their income so they can create that freedom and that flexibility in their life. So I'm just, I feel so excited to have you on and just so blessed to have you here because I think as my nurses are listening, like this may be an answer to their prayer to say, oh my gosh, this is something that I can do, that is that is doable, that I that I think that I could step into this place of being a freelance writer. And now they have Janine to tell me exactly well, how I need to do it. And now she can actually give me clients.
1: <laughs> well, um, I feel like a lot of people, a lot of nurses are really intimidated, right? They're like, oh, Janine's, she's doing this full time. She made me six figures. But I always have to like drive it back to be like, mm-hmm. connect to somebody a little bit ahead of you. Don't look at me that had to build this over years and years and years. Look at somebody who's just kind of starting out and Follow what they're doing because it works and don't be intimidated because you know it's funny, like I'm still your typical bedside nurse drinking <laughs> coffee that we're not allowed at the nurses station. I'm still dad's <laughs> <not the> nurse. <laughs> <Exactly. I wish. laughs>
0: That's so funny. Oh, it's so true. Oh my god. Isn't it? Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I love that you also mentioned don't be intimidated by looking at something someone else has built and say looking at where they are now and comparing your starting point to their middle point like we all start because we all started you have to start and so you just have to let your values be your driving force and when it comes to our families as moms as parents so much of our values and our driving force is in our family yes and we have to use that as our compass in order to figure out other things that we can do because as nurses we have yes we have a skill set a bedside skill set to you know take care of patients but we also have so many other ways that we can use our skill set to maybe create another stream of income you just have to I like to say think outside of the box when it comes to doing that because The truth is, if you are feeling burnt out in your job, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling exhausted, if you're feeling like you're at the end of your rope, your tank is empty inside of your job, then let that be your sign that it might be time to do something different. And that doesn't mean take you away from the bedside completely. And I always, you know, really clear about that because... For some of us, that may look like stepping away from the bedside completely. For others, that may look like cutting back to part-time and doing this thing on the side. It may look like going per diem. Like, we still need bedside nurses, but we also need bedside nurses that are enjoying their work. They're showing up at the bedside. They're joyful. They're not exhausted. You know, they're full, their cup is filled. We need those nurses at the bedside. So, if that looks like maybe diversifying your income by doing something different, then that's okay. Give yourself permission to do that. So, yeah, for sure. And I'll
1: be honest like, when they had $10,000 a week for a travel nurse in labor and delivery in South Carolina, where I'm like, it's so cold and nasty here in Ohio, like maybe I should just go do that for a little bit. <laughs> Because of the temptation, right? Like, mm. and if that F was my driving force at that time, that's exactly what I would have done. But mm. you're exactly right though. Cause I did notice that when I started my side business, I was a different, I was myself again, you know, like that burnout, tired. And I was like short fused with like mm. my kids or my husband cause I was exhausted. And, mm. you know, it, 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 that person was gone once I was able to bring, Joy back into my job, mm-hmm. and yeah. I was always a person. That I was like, well, always like, why am I so happy? Even when I was like burnt out, I was like, I'm not I'm, I'm so tired! I'm so. Exhausted. But you know, it's. I agree with you though, and the more you're in this space of like nurses doing something out, outside of the bedside, the more people you're going to meet that mm-hmm. are doing this as well. I actually just met somebody the other day, and it's a school a college that we're going to be doing some work for. And she's a nurse, her social media person's a nurse, this other person on her team's a nurse. And I'm like, look at that.
0: Mm-hmm. We are,
1: like we could do so many things and I
0: love it. <laughs> yes. The opportunities are are limitless. And so Truly. that is so cool that her whole team is nurses because, you know, I mean, we we have so much to offer. Like we have so much knowledge that we can use our skills beyond the bedside. It doesn't have to be. A-
1: and I love working with nurses, like within my agency, because we're also time driven. We know our tasks. We know how to be organized. Like it's the f- best people to work with because it, it, truly, like, especially those that are trying to start side hustles, like, you know, they're hard workers.
0: Yeah. And hard you, know they're hard workers, there. There. you know how to prioritize. In yep. things. <laughs> yeah. You have to, yeah. or you won't make it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hang on a second. Are you serious? Yes, the podcast is one year old, you guys. We are celebrating in the month of April our one year anniversary. So, whether you have been hanging out with me from the very beginning or you are a new listener, I have something exciting that we're going to be doing as a community. We are going to be celebrating the one year anniversary with a celebration contest. And so what is this going to look like? So I was trying to think of something that I could give away for free to you guys to help you figure out what is the next step into creating a passive stream of income. So for the month of April, I'm gonna be giving away a 15 minute coaching session. And so what I'm gonna do during that 15 minutes is I'm gonna help you identify and uncover your unique skills. And I'm gonna help you discover that and how you can use those skills to step into your calling beyond the bedside. So cool, right? So I focus on having a God-centered approach. If you've been hanging out with me for any length of time, you know that I'll speak so much about this. We're gonna dig into that and really use that God-centered approach to creating a passive stream of income and realizing the importance of partnering with God because I truly believe that we all have a unique skill and a gift that we've been given that we can use to serve others. So I specifically am going to help you as the nurse listening to grow outside of the hospital walls and get creative to use your skills in the online space to diversify your income so you can have freedom and flexibility in your life. So what do I need you to do? I need you to scroll down on Apple iTunes past all the episodes, and you're gonna see a place to write a written review. I want you to click on that in the title section. You are going to leave your name, and in the comment section, you're gonna leave your email address along with a review. That is really important here because I need to know who is leaving the review in order to enter you to win the 15-minute coaching session, so again, We are having a contest. I'm giving away a 15-minute coaching session. To do this, you need to leave a comment, make sure you put your name in the title section, and then you're gonna leave your email address in there as well, so I'll have a way to reach out to you. I'm super excited to do this with you. Cannot wait. Happy birthday to the podcast. here and talk about inside of your business. You obviously have been doing this since 2014. You have a lot of experience in this online space of being this freelance writer. What are some of your favorite tools that you use in your business?
1: Oh gosh, yes. I love ClickUp. It's my favorite, most favorite tool. It's kind of like Trello or Asana project management tool, but ClickUp is my diehard favorite thing in the world. Without that tool, I could not do my business right now to the extent that it is. Mm -hmm. Um, another tool I love is HoneyBook. Okay. It's, um, more like a CRM where client relationship manager, where you can have clients like fill out a form on your website and then it go. you can put an automation with it. So like, for example, they fill out a form on my website, then they get a scheduling link and then Mm -hmm. they, after our scheduling, like then it goes into the service brochure, and like proposal and contract and everything's like integrated in there. So I don't have to p- purchase other tools like Calendly or DocuSign or whatever, because everything's mm-hmm. right in that tool. Nice. And um, is there another one I like? Those are like my top two that I
0: love. Yeah, I just use it or I just started using um, Asana as a task management system. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to look into ClickUp. But yeah, it really is a game changer. and as you're, because it organizes everything for you, you know, you have your task at hand, like yep. as entrepreneurs, there's so much to do, like there's endless amounts of things to do. And so what I've found that it helps me do is it helps me stay focused on the task at hand, what I need to be doing in that specific time that I work, because, you know, going back to your values, I have, I work my business at about 15 to 20 hours a week. And that, includes my podcast that includes coaching that includes all the things on the back end and so I have a very limited time like I choose not to work when my kids get home I choose not to work on the weekends so in order to do that I have to be very intentional with my time that I do have and so yeah that that time management system has been a game changer for me and I even integrate things in there like I do a little bit of like life and business so I'll plug in, like if my kids have a baseball game, I know I need to go ahead and like plan what's going to be for dinner that night before we leave to go to the baseball game. Or like if I have a grocery day, like I put it in there and I plan like, okay, my kids are in school for five or six hours during the day. So like, I'm going to go to the grocery store this time. And then this time I have to record two podcasts. And then this time, so it really helps you. I mean, you can use it as you want it as you know, you can use it just for your business or you can kind of incorporate your business. In your life into kind of one f- workflow and habit, you really just use it to, you know, you can personalize it and use it as you'd like to, you know, do integrate the two or use it just for your business or use it just for your life if that works too. So yeah, I'll have to look into that. And then I've heard really good stuff about HoneyBook as well. And for you nurses listening, I know a lot of um, you are probably like, okay, what is a CRM? But it's just to to put it simply it's it helps you automate things so you don't have to yep. repeat all the things right so like the emails that you send out the the follow up emails all of those things are automated so you're not having to take the time out of your day to to do to duplicate something so it's just very automated and streamlined and i think that's a huge like time management tip is to automate things because the more you can automate things, the more they're on autopilot and you don't have to like take that time and energy to do the repeat things. They're on autopilot. And so that way it just streamlines everything and it's, it clears up your headspace and you don't have to, you know, worry about, you know, sending this email and that email and following up with this person and following up with that person and, and all the things. So yeah, that's cool that you use that. I'm not I use Calendly at the moment to schedule like my coaching and my interviews and stuff like that. But that is definitely something I aspire to kind of transition into as far as getting all of that set up in there with the automation and stuff. So um, that's um, interesting to hear that, you know, your perspective on that, that you love it. Cause I've heard, I've, I've also heard really good things about that in the past. So as we move into this worksheet that you have for nurses, that is on time management. How can you, like, what does this look like? Does mm-hmm. it, you said it's an exercise that they're going to be able to do something tangibly? And so, kind of explain that to us. Like, I'm excited to actually do this for myself too. <laughs>
1: okay. All right, let's do this. Let's do it. All right. If you're listening and you're like driving, you're not allowed to do this. If no. <laughs> You're sitting at home, listen up and, and I'll pre-paste this and so then I'll say it at the end again. If you guys want a copy of a worksheet to do this, if you're not, like, if you're driving, just DM me over on Instagram. I'm at Savvy SavvyNurseWriter and just DM me, I need time and I'll give it to you. So you just, <laughs> I'll give you the little link. Okay, so what you're going to do is take a piece of paper. I don't care if it's a Post-it. I mean, you'll have like no room if it's a Post-it, but do like a piece of paper. Divide it up into four columns. And at the top of each column, you're going to write something. So the first column, it's going to say new knowledge, read, and study. And then your next column is going to say create content, book, or course. And then your third column is going to say directly work with clients And then your fourth column is gonna say marketing. Now, if your columns are like all straight down, you're gonna draw a line through the middle of the page so that you have like two blocks, two rows. This is hard to to describe. (laughs) Okay, so then uh, the next row underneath, obviously your column headers is going to say, actually don't fill anything in there yet. Go to the last row. And you're going to put on like the sides, you're going to put time on that bottom row on the left side, and then above that in that second row, put action. All right, so what we're going to do is work with 15 hours. You guys can probably find 15 hours in your week. Mm -hmm. So that might be your first exercise is look at your calendar. Look at where you have 15 hours. And I'm going to give you some examples of where you can kind of plot these in your day or what I did when I first started. Mm -hmm. And you can always play with these hours too, you know, depending on on your weeks. But yeah, I actually,
0: I'll link this up too. I just did an episode on, um, talked about inventorying your time, like where you're like, because if you don't inventory your time, you have no time because we're all, we're all busy. Our time is going to be lost if we don't know exactly where, you know, we can find those cracks in our day. Like if we have two hours here, or if you're a nurse working three twelves, you have four days off. So what does that look like? So do an inventory of your time. And I can link that up in the episodes or in the show notes.
1: Perfect, and then. Okay, so in our first column, you're going to write three hours at the top. And you you might want to do that in like pencil or whatever, because this might change week to week, or even just at the end of this exercise. So just put three hours. And you might want to make like a little template for this. Like I said, I love to use ClickUp. There's like this doc view that you can do in a table that you could actually plug this in week to week and just duplicate the page. Mm-hmm. So whatever might work for you. So we're still using just one piece of paper. Your first column says new knowledge, read and study. So that next block down, I want you to think about things you're going to learn about. Maybe today it's just like binge some podcasts. Like maybe you're listening to this podcast. If you, and I'm going to put like, I'm going to use writing because that's just what I know. So if I was starting a writing business today, I might want to listen to my podcast, The Savvy Scribe. I might want to listen to other freelance podcasts that have nothing to do with nursing, just to kind of figure that out. So maybe the first thing you have to do is make a list of those podcasts. Now, that is not going to take you three hours. Mm -hmm. So we still have three hours in our week. And you can think about using that time as your binging time. If you don't want to do a podcast, think about reading a book or think about studying something like a course. So this is all of your new knowledge, trying to gather um, information in a sense to then take action on. So in your little action box for this one, you're going to put one thing for this week that you're going to do. And if under the second column, it says time or the second row says time, third row, sorry. And that will be, you know, we're thinking three hours a week for this. So where can you stick it? Maybe you have a half hour drive to work and you're going to listen to a podcast on your half hour drive. And maybe you're going to listen to another one on your way home, whatever that kind of looks like. Maybe you're walking the dog. Maybe this is before bed where you're reading before bed, a, a real book or whatever, or audiobooks, whatever you guys like. So that column, three hours this week, we're going to just do reading, studying, new knowledge area. All right. Your second column where it says create content, book, and course, you're going to put in there five hours. and. So now we need to think about, okay, what am I creating right now? And if you're not creating anything, I'm going to tell you guys what to do with like these extra hours, but you don't have to fill out this column. But if you're creating something or working on a project or working on client work in the sense of like deliverables or whatever you're doing, that's what you're going to put in this next action box. So maybe this week I need to write one article. Okay. Mm -hmm. And where am I going to, is it going to take me five hours for one article? It just depends on how big my article is. So might we'll just say it is. Okay, so I'm going to work on that an hour before my shift every morning. I'm not going to do it an hour after my shift because I'm tired and my brain won't work. It. Good, so that's what that's what I could do it. So that's where I would do that this week. Okay, so then your third column, where it says directly work with clients, which means I don't have any clients. That's okay. We'll get there. We'll get. I'll tell you what to do these extra hours. So say you do have clients, and these are these are actions like invoicing. So Right now when we're recording this, it's the end of the month. So I do a lot of my invoicing at the end of the month. So that might take me four hours. It might not. So I might add another thing in there like discovery calls. Maybe I have some calls booked that week already. And I know that each of those take 20 minutes. So there's like 40 minutes there. So kind of work with those four hours that you already have. And if you're working bedside like all the time, maybe this is your days off. Or your weekends off that you're maybe getting up before your kids, before your husband, whatever, before your day starts on a Saturday and you can get a little hour or two in that way. And if you're really, really, really like, I need to drive this forward, you might have to miss a soccer game every once in a great while or or practice, something like that. If you just really need the time, take that time as you might need it just to grow. It's going to pay off. You're not going to miss every game for your kid the rest of their lives. Okay, so then your fourth column is going to be three hours for marketing. And we're going to think about marketing actions as maybe social media, maybe you're pitching clients, maybe you're writing an article over on LinkedIn, something like that. Maybe you're just going in Facebook groups and, and letting your presence be known or connecting with other writers to then get referrals, something like that. And when can you do this? That's in our time box. You can think about 30 minutes at lunch. If you really get a lunch break at work, do 30 minutes at lunch. If you don't get a lunch break at work, do it take an hour on the week uh, during your week when you're off for lunch and do it then. <laughs> and or you can then put this at like your bedtime, you know, time or even after work. You can probably do something, something little after work in the marketing department there. So when you think about 15 hours. This is how you can break it down. So if you're just starting out and you don't have clients yet, you don't have discovery calls, you don't have invoices, you don't have content to create and all that stuff, you can take those nine hours and you're going to split them in those other two columns. I would put most of it. If you know exactly what you're going for and side hustling with, put it all in marketing. Because how are you? Anybody going to know what you do if you never tell them? So, and if you never have clients, so extra hours always put into marketing. And if you have like a little bit of extra time, I like to listen to podcasts or like audiobooks when I'm doing like those mindless things, like cooking mm-hmm. or um, laundry, laundry, <laughs> walking the dog. Oh yeah, <laughs> that might be. Yeah, <laughs> driving, <laughs> all the things that we just automatically do. That's that's when I like to listen. So that little exercise should. Kind of help you guys. And if you don't have 15 hours, adjust. Adjust it, mm-hmm. but keep those like departments in a sense, the same in those four columns.
0: Yeah. Is that so, helpful? Did you like it? Yeah. So what I'm hearing is number one, you need to inventory your time. And I'm going to link up that episode if you guys haven't listened to that one. I can't remember what number it was, but I'll link it up in the show notes to inventory your time. So you've got to know how much time you're working with every single week. And this can change, right? I mean, we can be flexible in in you know our plan, but we've got to know what we're working with. Another, you gotta have something. There there can't be one week where you just have zero,
1: like because then your then your drive is gonna go down, Mm -hmm. or you're gonna be overwhelmed the next week. So yes, always have just a little bit of something.
0: Yes, absolutely. Always move the needle forward in in the right direction. So inventory your time. Be intentional with your time. A lot of time. We can waste on social media. We're scrolling social media, and you know we're wasting a lot of time, and we're not being intentional with our time. So it really takes evaluating maybe some of those areas where you can get your time back. And I know in the past social media has been a time sucker for me, and so I've had to step away from that. And you know maybe that's something that you have to lay down. Maybe it's you lay down Netflix at night. Are you binging Netflix? Okay, well let's reevaluate. Like where can we be more intentional with our time? So that's another. Key point that I took away in the prioritizing that time. So you are being intentional with it and then you are making it a priority to be able to move that needle forward in the direction that you want to go. Because if you know that you have to do something different and you know that you cannot stay stuck in this job, you know that even moving jobs or transitioning is not going to get you to where you want to go, you've got to create that plan. You've got to create that roadmap to be able to get you to where you want to go. Because if you don't have the plan, if you don't have a roadmap and you willy-nilly this, you don't inventory your time and you're wasting time on social media, you're never going to get to where you want to go. And so I love this exercise as you broke it down, you know, Janine, because it, it gives you the actionable steps, right? You're inventorying your time, you're seeing what you're working with, and then you have a roadmap. Okay, what do I need to do? I need to learn more about freelancing. How what is freelancing? How do I learn how to do it? You're educating yourself, okay? And that's the thing with nurses too. We go to school, we learn how to be a nurse, we get our degree, and you know, we go to work and we trade our time for money. Well, guess what? There's no school to learn how to be an entrepreneur. Okay? There's just not. There's courses you can take to learn how to do things, which is a, I'm a huge advocate for because it's basically you're taking someone else's knowledge that they, they're a step ahead of you. Like you mentioned in the beginning, you're taking their knowledge and implementing it so you can get there faster. So can you Google all the things? You absolutely can, but we're going back to our time management. Is it going to be very time efficient for you to Google and YouTube all of these things? Or is it going to be more time efficient for you to just take the course? Somebody else has done it. Take the course. And so figuring out what that looks like for you and then taking the time to, if you, if your goal is to like, I want to get one client this month, what is your goal? Set that goal. And then directly work with that client, organizing your time for that. And then your marketing. So those four things are huge um, when it comes to. Building an online business, creating a side hustle, starting a freelance business, becoming a right, like whatever it is, this is like an entrepreneur's roadmap right here. What you need to do to prioritize your time. So yes, that was awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. As we wrap things up here, I do want you to share because I know I have some listeners going, okay, this freelancing thing sounds cool. This is totally something I could do on the side. I've always thought about maybe starting a blog or being a writer, but I really never knew how to do it. But I think this freelancing thing could be something that interests me. How can you help nurses become freelance writers?
1: So I have a course (laughs) that that will help and for nurses week, I have a special going on. So you're not doing this alone. If you have two friends that want to do this with you, because there's a lot of nurses looking to get away from the yep. bedside. I'm going to give you your course for free. And what happens with the course, you're in it for a year and you could stay. A lot of people stay because I always do like workshops and like cool, like things like we just did, mm-hmm. of like that actionable kind of stuff. But yeah, you just go to SavvyNurseWriterTraining.com slash Nurses Week. If you just go to SavvyNurseWriter.com That'll, that's just my main website, but this special link for Nurses Week only is the Savvy Nurse Writer Training.com slash Nurses Week.
0: Awesome. That is so cool that you're offering buy to get one free. Savvy <laughs> so I mean, right? Get I, for. I, I, yeah, get yours for free. And I, I think that the point there that you made about doing this in community is huge because as you step into a, a place, As you step into doing something that you've never done before, it's really important for you to surround yourself with other people that are on the same journey with you and to surround yourself with people that have done it. And so being able to do that with a friend, being able to come together and be able to work together, I think is just so powerful for you to have that community Um, surrounding you to, you know, kind of supporting each other and knowing that, like, they're just starting to, like, you're you're all beginners. And so we all have to start somewhere. So I think that was so wise of you to, you know, to partner that together, because it kind of makes you find two other people to do this with. So you not are not on this journey alone. So yeah, thank you so much for sharing that with us. I'm excited for Yeah, my nurses to hear this and to just maybe step into this place of doing something on the side that looks like doing some freelance writing and really having that opportunity to do it with a few other friends that are nurses, I think is going to be huge. And I love that you're offering that for Nurses Week. Of course. And
1: you Guys, if you love this podcast, Brianne's gonna be on mine. So come listen to her over the <laughs> Heavy Scribe podcast coming up soon. Yes, <laughs> so for sure. Yes,
0: yeah, so exciting. Well, thank you so much, Janine. It was so nice meeting you, getting, you know, all of your wisdom and having your business since 2014 and you know, just kind of sharing all of your time management tips and all the things so thank you so much for coming on today it was so exciting and so fun meeting you thank you for having me it's I appreciate it so much hey real quick before you go make sure wherever you're listening that you are subscribed to the show If you are listening over on Apple iTunes, all you have to do is tap in the top right-hand corner on the plus sign. This is going to allow you to follow the show and get notified every single time an episode airs. And if you have been listening to the show and you know some other friends or coworkers that may enjoy it, please share it with them. Spread the love. I would be so grateful. Did you know that we have a Facebook community? The Passive Income Nurse has a community over on Facebook. So make sure you scroll down in the show notes, click the link and join us over there. Or if Instagram is your thing and that's where you like to hang out, we can hang out over there too. You can find me at The Passive Income Nurse. Say hello, shoot me a DM. I would love to be able to connect with you over there as well. I'm so grateful for you guys. Be proud of yourself for showing up, for investing in yourself, for taking action and pursuing the thing that God has placed on your heart.